Hello, and welcome to This Creative Nomad, the podcast. I'm Aoife Carey, and this week I had the immense pleasure of talking with Daniele Finzi-Pasca. Daniele's work has been an absolute inspiration to me, and getting the chance to sit and talk with him for two hours at 5am on a cold, wintry morning was just amazing. I was so grateful to have the time with him. While we were having our conversation, Daniele did move around his apartment. Um, he did get props, which you won't be able to see, and we were admiring the view out of his windows. So I'm sorry that there is some references that you may not understand, but I had to leave them in because they were just beautiful moments. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. So, good morning. Good morning, dear. Good morning. So I'm very excited to talk with you because I've been delving into creativity and the work of people who work within the creative industry and finding out, digging in more into their process and how they work and how they think and trying to untangle some of the intangible moments that we have when we're creating work. So I'm very excited to find out your thoughts about how you, how you do your work. Um, so let's, let's start at the very beginning. When you were little, did you, you grew up in a very creative household? Yeah, uh, yes, in any case, uh, yes, my father was a, a photographer and uh, my mother, uh, she's a, a woman dedicated to so many things related with the creation. So, yes. Me and my brothers, we grew in a, in, a, in a place where the creativity was something uh, important and they helped us when we started to feel that was for, um, for us important to, to grow and develop in that, uh, in that direction. Yeah. Um, and when you were younger, what was your focus? Was it everything and anything or... Were you pulled in a certain direction? When I was younger, my, my dream was to be an athlete, a, a gymnast. My dream was to go to the Olympic Games like gym. And the gymnastic, uh, artistic gymnastic was my, my, my focus. And, um, and then I transformed the 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 concept of gymnastic in uh, in the in another word that is uh, acrobacy i changed because i found a trainer that helped a group of uh, us that we were not good enough to to reach a, a so important level to 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 do incredible things but we were good in any case athletes and so I started to develop in uh, in another way in another form to use the body in uh, acrobatical uh, form and uh, so uh, I started to dream to the to do circus to do act uh, much more in a tra- traditional way uh, until the moment that when uh, when I had uh, 18 years old in Switzerland, at that time, now it's a little bit changed, but at that time was necessary 
to do the military service. It was impossible uh, to do something uh, different, uh, 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 another kind of uh, options. So at that time, it was absolutely necessary spend a period in a prison. Uh, and before that, I decided to go to work in India. And so I, I went in India. I worked there during uh, uh, six or seven months. And when I come back, my vision of uh, everything, the theater, and uh, was absolutely changed. The idea to do uh, circus or, the, or uh, something in some form superficial, just with um, an idea to create a fun, if we can to say in the public, was not enough. And I started really to, to jump in the world of the theater, physical theater, but the theater, tell story. And, uh, and then years later, uh, I come back to work in the, in the world of the acrobacy or theatrical circus uh, world, but with a, um, a, co a strong connection with the acrobacy, but with uh, my background that, that uh, is much more related with the theater in this moment. That is a little bit my journey in the world of the theater. And um, it was so strange. Uh, 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 I come also from, um, you know, now it's not anymore the time of the companies, mm, but uh, I am part of a story of a company. Our company is 36 years, maybe 37 this year that uh, exist. And there are actors and members that are there from the beginning. We started together very young. And we start um, uh, in, with the influence, with the, the anthropological theater. So uh, when we met, when I met the first time a uh, uh, master that uh, create companies uh, uh, with this kind of approach, coming from the living theater, uh, Grotowski, uh, I found uh, uh, a way to try to understand also that the theater is not just a, a, a phenomenon that you can do alone. I come from this tradition about the families that move together, a group of artists that work together. Um, uh, and that is a little bit my my roots. Uh, these two elements, the, the, the physicality, uh, the, that, the necessity to have a, a meaning to understand and found the stories that can help. And uh, the concept that the theater is something that you, you do with other people. It's, um, it's an art that uh, it's a very hard or maybe impossible to do alone. A painter can paint, a writer can write uh, alone. A theater maker is not interesting and maybe it's also impossible to do alone. Were you working with Grotowski? Yeah, I, wo I work... Uh, um, we, when Grotowski start, 
the project in Ponte d'Era. I don't know if you know that moment of the, the end of the yes. life. Yes. Of, when we start with Ponte d'Era, the first years or the first months, he bring different artists from different countries in the world. And they decide also to invite some young company. And one of the young company that uh, went to, to Ponte d'Era was the, our company, Teatro Sunil. And uh, we, we work with them during a short time, but uh, uh, that short time created a very strange relation between uh, us uh, and, uh, and Grotowski. So we discovered that our perception of the things was in fact very different, absolutely different in something, maybe because we are uh, from uh, the Italian, Swiss part of the world, we are Mediterranean, uh, we don't love the sufferance and Gotowski was a Polish guy with this concept of uh, the actors on stage that they suffer and they are like, uh, I don't know, it's really a... Uh, and this kind of uh, approach was for us very strange because yes, of course, we came with a, a, a custom to work with the body. And... Uh, uh, but it was so strange to put in front an, an idea about uh, a training that remember me much more the idea of the Marines in the United States where the people work and screaming and do and do and you have someone that push you. And uh, so in any case, with the same direction, with the same uh, idea of the ritual, of the theater like a, a, a magic process, but with a, a strong different uh, concept of the form to training ourselves. So we had, a, a, in any case, a, a very strong connection. We keep the contact during the years, but uh, we prefer from our side to not uh, continue the collaboration with them. Yeah, because his methods are very different to the way that I've seen you work. It seems like a strange combination. The combination... <laughs> there is the same. Do you see in, in the, 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 the position of the sufferance is something that in the... Not just in the... To grow, there are people that think that we are made in, uh, in the body or the soul is something like a metal, like a stone that we need to, to, to work. And uh, other artists, uh, they think that the soul or the body is much more like a, a plant, like a flower. So the concepts are so different if you if you are, if your body or your soul is made in stone or in uh, in metal, yes, you need this kind of maybe uh, a tradition approach. You must to push and work and 
destroy, take out, and but if you are like a, a flower, you need much more a, a, a combination of uh, action around you. You need the perfect uh, humidity. You need the sun, but not too much or a lot depends. So um, the approach in the in the form to uh, to teach or in uh, so many different uh, level in the university, in the theater, in the old arts, uh, you can find exactly these two different strategies. People that believe that we are made in a strong material that must be in some form attacked. And, uh, and other people that believe that uh, we are made uh, much more in a fluid, uh, delicate uh, structure that we need to uh, to push us to grow. We need another kind of combination of element. Um, I just want to go back uh, to when you were eighteen, and you you refused to do your military service. That's a very a very powerful decision to make at eighteen years old. Were you? Were you scared or were you... No. Do you know, what was your thought process? Well, no. No, I think that uh, I started to... to when I was uh, 15 years old, I had uh, in my mind so many uh, things very clear. When I look at uh, the new generation now, uh, I'm so happy to see that the, there are so many now, uh, a so incredible new generation with a new value, with a, that, the, that fight, that they start to fight for something absolutely um, new and powerful with the new concept, with a, a concept of the, 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 the the right, uh, the nature, the etc., etc. This kind of, of things that you know, you have kids, so you know perfectly about what I talk. So, I think that uh, when, uh, at that time, in uh, you feel that you are absolutely powerful. We started to understand that we are fragile later. Uh, at that time, you. Um, I was so sure and so uh, happy to have a, a, a position, a strong position. And, um, and all my community of friends, we grew with this kind of uh, idea, conversation, position. Um, later, you start to be fragile. Now I am sometimes much more uh, with doubts. I discovered the doubts later. That is a good thing also, to doubt. But I discovered the doubts later. Um, when you traveled to India, did you, did you travel alone? Or were you with I went alone. I went alone. Not not really. I went. Yeah. Yes. I went alone in the concept that nobody. Are, I don't went there with friends or families, but I reached a project where my parents helped me exactly. 
to be in contact uh, with the uh, community of um, uh, monks that work uh, in the, in India, and then I reached the uh, Mother Teresa organization in Calcutta. So I was not alone, but uh, I was uh, around me just person that I met for the first time there. I went there without speaking Hindi, of course, but also English. I learned my English is so is uh, I I have so it's so easy for me to understand the Indian people and so complicated to understand the English or the British people. <laughs> my <laughs> English, I I start to learn English in uh, in Calcutta. <laughs> that is my approach with uh, this beautiful language. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, did you had you travelled much before that, or was this your first venture away? Uh, n- not so much. Not so much. Uh, the concept of travelling is something uh, new in some form. Uh, travelling before was uh, take the car and with your father go to see the sea, go to the mountain. Uh, go to 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 to, to England and uh, and and discover London, or, or go to Denmark, uh, and uh, that was the the, the form to, to 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 go around. Um, now the people take the play and go boom, 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 boom. so go in India in that moment. Uh, was really do something uh, so 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 special no phone no no connection no uh, with my family we start during the, f- the first uh, six months I had uh, just once a small call uh, telephone and um, we had uh, we re- we started to to write each other, and uh, uh, it, my letter will arrive uh, in uh, in Switzerland two weeks later, when I send. So, uh, was another form to be in connection, and so that kind of journey are something so unusual now, a little bit unusual. Also now, when I go to the mountain, I climb in the mountain. Yeah, I have my my telephone always with me, so in some form I can be on top of the mountain and call friends and show photo. And it was so different, uh, not so much time ago. And when you came back, you said that it changed your outlook on what theatre could be, the way that we tell stories. So when you came back. Um, was your company established or was that the moment that you established it to create these stories? Uh, when I come back, we found with my brothers and a group of friends uh, uh, a company. And, but in fact, at the beginning, I just wanted to do... Uh, I, I needed to, to do something, tell a story, maybe my... That journey may move so many things inside. And so I create a show and uh, we create also a community. 
we rent our apartment and we decide to create a group with this uh, idea to start to develop form to send money for uh, a hospital for where uh, I had the uh, uh, experience to work and um, and then this small community start to focus slowly by slowly in the theater and and we feel that uh, our uh, the first show was uh, so strange uh, so powerful but full of in ingenuity but was so so full of uh, meaning reason ideas and uh, and some person coming a crucial person artist and the, the beauty of my country especially here in the italian part is that there are a lot of international artists that live here and we had the personality that become important friends that still are my my mentors like the composer philip glass not uh, not i say philip glass sorry he will kill me uh, uh, paul glass uh, philip because i i i Last years I, I direct uh, Philip Glass opera Einstein on the Beach. No, Paul Glass. Paul Glass is an American composer, an incredible uh, teacher for us. And he came to see our show and uh, he proposed me uh, to be my teacher. And so during the three years, I went uh, every Sunday eat with him. And uh, he, he teach me the form because uh, I strongly believe that uh, in a lot of arts, in, uh, in the music, for example, in the architecture, in this kind of things, the form is very important. But uh, uh, for us uh, actors, it's something that we, we are not used to learn the structure, the form, to understand how function some kind of structure. So I, it teach me the secret uh, of the form, the for, and that kind of uh, influence help me and our company to grow here, staying in a so small uh, and uh, um, yes, in a so small. Uh, uh, village just because uh, we found person that uh, fall in love with our ingenuity we have just the power to do something and be there and say why because we have see when in India I work in a place where every three four days a child uh, pass away so when you are so young but in any case Always, when you see a child pass away, it's so strange when they are three years, four years old. It's, uh, there are so many questions that appears about the life, the reason, the sense, the, the sense. Uh, so, question like why become 
it is not just to say why, it's to screaming why. At that moment, you have inside a fire, fire, boom. And so we, we create a show, an immersive show, in a, not in the theater, but in a, like in an old market. And um, during the night, the spectator arrive in a place empty, just with candle, they, and around them start to happen like uh, a ritual. And uh, when I look behind me and I, I see what, from where we start, yes, I've, I can say that was really absolutely with, uh, full of ingenuity, but full of a reason to do. So people like uh, Paul Glass and other artists, I think that full in love with our uh, necessity to, to do something and they help us to understand that there are things that you must to learn, to have, uh, to, to understand how to create a perfect structure because the art is absolutely, I feel, a combination between a necessity to say something, to have something to, to say or to ask, and uh, combine that, that necessity with uh, a strong perception of the, the form. Formally, the art is, you can have a, a perception to be in front of something that can be a piece of art, uh, also because the form, the proportion are perfect. We cannot escape from that. Wow. In the first performance, were you a performer? Was there somebody taking the director role or were you all just putting your own parts into it and working as an ensemble? In the, when I start, I, so I was on stage and uh, I directed the show. And, uh, and this kind of approach came, uh, I think, in the world of the theater, they are the clown. And in general, the clown uh, is really part of our tradition, that in general we, are, we act and uh, we direct ourselves. Do you see, in the, for example, in the, in the movie system, if you see Chaplin, uh, Buster Keaton, and etc., 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 in general, there is used to see that uh, the clown is an actor that uh, continues to observe himself. Uh, also, when, in, when uh, it's a special form to act, uh, you are like a puppet on stage. You continue to observe yourself. So um, I start uh, in that show and I continue to do and to direct myself and to direct around me. Uh, and sometimes the best form to direct is also to act. So then for that first performance, whose, whose vision were you following? Who was coming up with the concept for, for the, the, the performance? Uh, the first, uh, we found 
in this moment, uh, the, the my notes some, some months ago, uh, during this uh, time of COVID, I put in order uh, so many things and I found uh, the notes of the first creation. And uh, in the first creation, the words was really just three or four. It was a ritual, a visual movement of emotion and things happen on stage. And it was not really a stage. The actors arrived with a car and was like much more a choreography. And uh, so, so I write this uh, show using uh, uh, the music and to design on top of the music a concept of movement. So um, later I started to be much more precise. And now, years later, I, in general, I divide in a very precise form the time to create, so the creation time and the time where I start to direct. In general, when I started to direct, for me, everything is very, very clear. I know where I wanted to go. I don't use the, the improvisation, for example, to develop things. In general, I try to go where I need to go. But um, at the beginning, uh, these two, uh, these two moments was a little bit more confused. Creation and compose and direction was a little bit more confused. Um, so, the form to express myself was try to 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 explain to everybody what was the idea, and uh, thirty six years later to have sometimes around the table the same people is uh, so strange because now we develop really a form we understand us when we don't have the words and now sometimes it's not the words that guide us in, in our conversations so now you say that you you you're more precise and you have your creative process and then when you go into directing you know what you want so in that creative moment what what do you do what happens there do you start with um an image or a feeling uh, no i think that now i try in general to to create um a mathematical uh formula and then i know what I need to found a resolution of this problem. For example, Luna Park. Uh, Luna Park is the, the, the new creation. Uh, in that case, I start thinking, okay, everybody now go in the direction to do something smaller, small show, to be in connection to the web, to try, uh, say, okay, I needed to found a form to to bring a big amount of people in the theater. I need not to do something small, but something absolutely monumental, because it's important in this moment to 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 bring the spectators in a big emotion. 
and uh, uh, I read all the uh, in the different country. I have tried to understand the new rules to be in the theater, and uh, in the moment where the COVID was really very very strong before exactly closing the theater or exactly in the moment where they started to 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 have ideas about how it was possible to open. So I put everything there and then I've tried to find a solution for this uh, formula. In general, what I try exactly is to found and to design this uh, this formula that need a resolution. That is my form to develop a creation. What I think, that is what I do. When uh, Guy proposed me to, to, to direct the Cirque du Soleil, uh, the, in fact, the first things that I say in front of him in Vegas when we met the first time, because sometimes there are people that uh, tell you things like uh, you have an idea you what you will do with us and sometimes uh, you don't have any nothing to say but uh, sometimes appear and I tell him a story of a funeral and uh, he gets he found that was a, a nice idea the same was with uh, Maestro Gergiev in, in the Marines, can remember we met each other in in St. Petersburg. We uh, we we saw the, a match of soccer during the the the, the Mondiale di Soccer. Uh, Spain play with I don't remember, and we were there, and and Maestro one moment said, "What we can do together?" And I uh, said, "Maybe we can do the small Aida never done," and. Uh, he said, okay, why not? June, this year, white nights, we will do, okay? And yes, okay. Then you must do exactly, start to think the most smaller Aida. Aida, what means Aida now? It's possible to play Aida in this moment. As so, uh, for, for me, that I am objector of conscience, that I want in jail to not do the military service. And then there is a story with people screaming, morte, 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 lo straniero, with the slaves coming, whether, how to do this. So, that is the, the creation. You start to think, how to do this? How to, to respect uh, the music, how to respect the, the libretto, but how to recreate and try to find a reason that are uh, uh, people like me that went in jail to not do the military service, how to play with the the, the, the chorus in that moment where they have to screaming that way. So I put different element. I saw the. I decided not to do in the theater, but in a concert uh, hall, exactly to not create the concept of the normal Aida with elephant that cross, to reduce, to reduce reduction. And then I found a solution 
And the solution was to say, okay, I create a tatami, the actors are around, and I decide that the, that the, that place was much more like a hospital for people with different kind of uh, illness, a little bit, someone, but we can say a place for crazy people, strange. And so the chorus and everybody, the, the singer, are actors, uh, are doctors and uh, patients. And uh, when they play, they just step on stage and they transform themselves in the different characters. So Aida uh, was a play. When it was not Aida, she was a, a patient. And Amneris was a nurse. So always out of the stage, they, they were sitting together. And when they jump on stage, they play these two. And so for them, we have done all the, 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 the costume was made with uh, Giovanna Buzzi, that then we worked together in, uh, for so many years that we worked together. But for example, in Cirque du Soleil, we do Lucia together. And uh, Lucia. And with Giovanna, I asked them, we needed to do costume in paper made uh, made uh, in paper and i went with them to say and i tell we needed to do knife and with this kind of material so for the crazy people it's possible to be in a hospital and screaming but uh, it's made in that form and so for the nurses it was possible to have other patient that screaming so that was the solution and we start exactly to have and for the course to say we are crazy people that we we, we go on stage was oh, so powerful to see these guys with uh, this kind of knife and the screaming and also to see Aida that was um, uh, exactly this combination to fragility on stage and people, because if you play Aida and uh, the duetto with Amneris, but one is a nurse and the other one is a patient, uh, you have two levels, because you continue to control the other one, to help the other one, or uh, you are shining in some form, so you need the help of someone that in the true story is also an antagonist. But in fact, you play for an actor to level. So that was uh, the solution. And uh, in Corteo, I decided to see, because I come from a family of uh, photographers. So for me, the light is so important. And what I also, what I feel coming from the theater is that uh, to do something different is not necessary to create a really a big difference. You can have the same movement, but uh, so how you light an actor, an object, but in any case an actor, and, uh, can absolutely change the perception of the movement the tension of the movement, and just because you change the lights. And um, I also, I, I, 
I started thinking that maybe to do something new, because in the Cirque du Soleil is something that you understand that is very important each time to create a, a renovation, try to find something new. So I start, I remember when I met Jean Rabas the first time, I tell him, I want to create in a chapiteau a concept of lights that is much more close to the theater because I wanted to light the act in a different form uh, because we know how the, 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 how it's possible to do in a chapiteau that it's just always very strange because you, you need to light how you know. So we started with this idea to have a, a funeral. A funeral is like something that cross in front of you. And then from that, we started to arrive this, with this concept of divide and recreate uh, how you know how it's made uh, Corteo. But my position, when I started to put my formula was exactly to say the new in this show will be to light an acrobatical act in a special form, in a new form that is not in fact a new form, it's just a new form for a chapiteau, it's a normal form in a theater. That was uh, my formula and then I found this uh, solution to create a partition in the, and I asked to the in the first meeting I tell to, to Jean we need to find the form exactly to recreate this and then they study this project and the, they avoid avoid the solution that uh, that uh, idea because it was too complicated they found that uh, they study and they decide that uh, when we went uh, in a, I, I don't know if Sir uh, Soleil continued in that form at that moment in general um, with Corteo, Lucia was a little bit uh, different. In Corteo at that moment in general you have a creative team working during a period and then you have a, to do a presentation in front of Guy and many other people, explain everything, all the project. And we decided, our pro uh, the production team decided to uh, develop uh, a concept of Corteo, but without uh, uh, this idea of the two, the two different, uh, this long stage. We, and I remember that we went with Jean, I tell him, uh, okay, prepare please uh, some uh, duo because during the presentation I will uh, try in any case uh, to, to put on the table our first idea. And um, when I start, I say, okay, I will present uh, what we have done. But in fact, our first idea was much more interesting and uh, it's complicated, it's maybe much more expensive, but uh, to light the show will be so different the concept to have a fluidity in front of you is much more interesting. And me and Jean, we, we discover that uh, in that case, we will have much more VIP uh, seats. 
because uh, we can sit much more people in a first uh, position. So you will have really the possibility to sell much more expensive tickets that are the tickets that in general are sell in the Sur du Soleil, they're much more interesting. So we feel that it's a crazy idea, much maybe a little bit more expensive to create, but maybe can be uh, for the box office much more interesting than a normal chapiteau show. And now I will present what we need to present. <laughs> they say, wait, 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 come on. And I say, okay, we want to that you develop in two weeks a, a, a concept and a study about this. And that was our uh, form to, to put the foot in the door before the, the day closing. So put. And, uh, and in fact, it's true because the idea was also to curtail as a show where practically there are no people that have a, a really strange uh, feeling because when you go in, normally in a, in a chapiteau and uh, I work in a chapiteau when I was young in the circus knock uh, like artist I had this experience that you play but you have people behind you is so strange it's not, and there are people that really suggest the shoulder of the artist. In Corteo, it's so incredible because everybody have a, not a perfect perception, but a quite well perception of the show. And there are a lot that have a perfect vision. So that was our revolution in the in the circus in the in the in the circus and uh, we get there and start with a, a formula and a form to try to solve that problem so to answer in in a in a sentence in general is a combination between a impulsive idea that a arrive from somewhere and uh, a resolution of a formula uh, and uh, if that formula is enough complicated is enough uh, full of uh, variation if that formula is, is uh, mm, a representation of uh, a lot of uh, eventually uh, different uh, element if you found a resolution sometimes you have a, a small piece of gold in your hands that is uh, my form to create and when you're putting all of these pieces together are you working alone for a lot of the time or do you bring in do you bring in some of the designers to help you kind of make that part of the formula more precise i wake up uh, in general, very early in the morning because I needed to be alone. All my friends are, uh, they are not used to think and to be with me at the, uh, in this moment. If you see me now, I guess that is the same where you are, that now the sun is started the day in this moment. I don't know if in your country, here in Lugano, we started to see 
now the sun coming. And uh, for me, it's a perfect time to, to think, to have idea, to... But then, I tell you, uh, at the beginning, I come from a family of creators, so in general, we are together. And um, creation for us is not just to do a meeting. Sometimes we are together, we share, we talk, we talk about uh, small ideas. Sometimes uh, we say, or oh, someone around the table tell me, Daniele, but you say this uh, five years ago, you remember your idea about, ah, yeah, what? Ah, yeah, why we don't work with the mirror, ah, the mirror that we build? Ah, yeah, why not? That is also, it's like to throw a small ball in a, in a do you know this uh, play where you have here the bottom and you do uh, flipper? In Italian, we call oh, yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, and then. If you have, if you are a good flipper gamer, you can just send up a ball and play during hours. Around our table, in general, with one ball, we can do, we can have a lot of fun. We are a good flipper gamer, <laughs> player. <laughs> um, so. I want to know, maybe not just with uh, Cirque, but maybe with your own company as well. You were an acrobat. Um, now you're working with people who have amazing different acrobatic skills and aerial skills. And so if you bring in an acrobatic designer to help develop that specific act, what's the process to make sure that that act fits within your story that you're trying to tell? It's like uh, my grandmother was for me one of the most important teacher. I live with her. I grew in a house where all the family lived there, but my grandmother and had an apartment and I spent a, uh, a lot of time living with her, stay with her. And uh, for her, uh, cooking was very important. And I spent a lot of time with her, see how she prepared gnocchi, how she prepared the, 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 the chicken, and et cetera, et cetera. Cooking, prepare. So, and then I discovered that also when you are in a, if you cook just a piece of meat, or a potato with some other flour, you can achieve something, for example, gnocchi. If you work in a, in a kitchen, in a restaurant, and you have to prepare a banquet, uh, you need to prepare different things at the same time. And the elements in some form are always the same. Of course, there are so many possibilities, but in fact, in fact, the tomato are the tomato, the potato are the potato, the, uh, a chicken is a chicken. But there are so many ways to create. In fact, if you prepare a banquet, there is a project behind. You want to surprise tonight with each um, plate coming from different concepts 
And so nothing is uh, related with the other. It's a strong concept. Or you want to do like a journey into a style. Or you want etc. 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 To balance everything. So when you prepare a show and you have a different kind of piece of meat and uh, vegetable and you have different people that need to cut, prepare, eventually help you to prepare everything. You need in some form to, to use the talent of each one to understand why you decided to have this potato and this uh, piece of salmon. And you need, in any case, to uh, understand in some form why you prefer to have uh, just the, the last proposition, spicy, and not uh, start with uh, something spicy and then arrive with something that is skill, because before you present something too hot, etc., etc., this kind of balance. So, the example... Uh, I think that in the same way that you can prepare a exquisite, complicated, or very easy banquet, it's the same that uh, you must to use when you create a, a complex uh, show in our uh, in our world, in our business. So uh, uh, you decide to have this uh, Chinese flower, this. Uh, sensitivity coming from uh, uh, the, 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 the power of someone that work with fire and someone that is used to work with a movement in silence. And, and so you know that you just need to put together to balance each other or to put in contrast. But for that, we talk uh, before about, for example, how was for me important to study uh, form. The form is so important if you, if you look and you say from the beginning that each one is an element that uh, you must to use, uh, not in that form. Uh, you use like something that combine with other elements. Uh, in general, uh, for example, in Lucia, I, can, I don't have the chance to finish the show, but the show was right. Everything was right. I let the show with everything there. Uh, in, in the last two months, was just needed to put together element that, that was... They don't move. Uh, maybe they don't achieve... Uh, uh, a fluidity that is my sensation with the clown uh, with the clown you, they bring back a little bit something much more conventional um, the idea with the clown was really to have uh, in, in some form something a little bit of difference in Corteo we see how Mauro is not just act but is something that is uh, in Lucia uh, I was not there to work with a clown and speak and move with him. I am a clown, so I tell you, my form to direct sometimes is to act. So, 
<laughs> but in any case, Lucia was right. Everything was there. All the act, all that combination, everything, the element, the music, the costume, everything was there. Was just put together the things. That is my my form. So everything was uh, on the way to be cooked. And I was not, uh, okay, now everything is cooked, what we do, how we put it together. In general, it's... Uh, so that is my form. I approach the theater like a banquet. And so it's not a problem uh, to have a salmon and uh, a piece of uh, meat in the same show. It's not a problem. It's just that you choose to create exactly this kind of contrast. But it's much better to use. Sometimes you must understand if you say if uh, uh, we do salmon, maybe between uh, salmon and meat we needed to put something to change to something fresh, something okay is fresh that we need or we need something much more how will be the salmon? Maybe we do a salmon very red and the fire and the meat. Ah, okay. Well, maybe we can say we start with the meat and then we go with the salmon. <gasps> against all the rules. Ah, good idea. We go against. Etc. Etc. <laughs> oh, I think that's an amazing analogy. Um, so from working on Corteo, each of the performers has to become very emotionally invested in the show for it to work. Like they, they really need to be there. But then you've also worked on the Olympic ceremonies and you're working with thousands of people. Do you try to, to get each person there to emotionally invest or how, what's the difference in working with such a vast number of people in such a big stadium versus working in a smaller theatre performance? Uh, of course, that is different. Uh, it's different. Um, uh, Mauro was a good friend, uh, and I directed before Mauro in, uh, in Punta Canaglia, a small show with Rolando, a duo. So I spent the time work with them, like... Uh, and then with the possibility that you have uh, when you work with an actor uh, and in a corteo you have in front of you uh, 62 person at the beginning and you have a, a small amount of time so you might in the Olympic Games uh, you are in any case what I discover because I, I had the experience to do three ceremonies Olympic ceremonies, uh, one in Torino and two in uh, Sochi. And then l last year, I created this uh, uh, incredible experience because uh, uh, that was absolutely amazing because La Fête des Vignerons is something that exists just in a place in, in Switzerland where, uh, imagine, uh, four times each century, they create a, a show with 5,000 uh, uh, actors and singers on stage. There is a chorus with uh, 800 singers. Uh, 
and you master to build a theater in the last time, in our, in, in the last, the last effect, we create a stadium for 20,000 spectators. It was something amazing. And so you spend living in a village during one year and you start to work with this person that you met that uh, uh, and so you develop um, a connection I will show you something uh -huh. no. I, uh, no it's not here yes uh, I receive from there at, at the end of the the show I found yesterday just a, a, a case with a, a postal card. They sent me 2,500 different postcards at the end of the show. Uh, because with each one, I have tried to create a small rela relation. In the Olympic Games, it's the only way that uh, you... You, it's so important when you are in front of people that arrive, that are not paid to be there. Uh, they are just with the enthusiasm. They are just with the humanity. Uh, you, you, the only, I feel, form to be in connection with them is exactly to be able to, um, to look at them and to try to understand what they need. To help them to feel good, to yeah, that is a uh, look at our sky. Look at that. Oh wow! It's very beautiful. Oh my gosh! Eh? Yeah, yeah. This is your view. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. That is my view. So you were talking about the working with the people in the Olympics, and you try to make a connection but when you're with them when you're standing in front of them yeah it is that is the way to try to i i strongly believe that uh, to training the capacity to be um, the empathy is something that help a lot when when you work uh, not like a creator, a, a director, I feel that should be very empathic. The empathy is so important. So if you have in front of you a lot of people and they start to understand that uh, it's not people, but do you try to feel that each one is different? How to do? And uh, I found a solution working with, uh, with the Giovanna. That always is, she, she, she said, Daniele, it's so hard. <laughs> because always I ask her to not do the costume equal. If I do a group, I always ask to have in each one a small different details. The fact that each one is a little bit different uh, means it's a form exactly to start to say, we look at you like a, a different personality. Uh, when you work in the stadium, 
the only form is to put to each group in general number. So you, you can say, excuse me, madam, the 220 attention. So, but when they start to put the costume, they look at each other and they see that it's a little bit different. If you see, for example, in Sochi, the old images, if you see each one is a little bit different. Each one is shorter, longer, with the tonality of the blue a little bit. And that created the concept that you are not just a point. You are not just, but you are an individuality move like in a, in a storm, like in a choreography made by uh, fishes uh, or, or animals that are used to fly together. So you say, but each one is someone. Yeah. So we try to put different color in each one. That is a, a small, um, uh, one of the small key that you can use to exactly express and propose this idea that each one is uh, uh, special. Uh, for example, I try always to know if there are friends and family and they want to work together. And you discover that are people that uh, was so funny uh, with someone that uh, answered, yes, I will do with my husband the, 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 the show, but please, I want not to be in the same group. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, get it. <laughs> and then you met the husband and said, I am with my, my wife and I wanted to be in the same group. I think that will be better to coming to the rehearsals. Okay, ah, okay. And now what I do? <laughs> mm, what we will do? Uh, that kind of small uh, stories and then help to... Mamma mia, it's incredible today. I cannot believe. I cannot believe what that... Mamma mia. It's not normally... Yes, but, but today is really very, very, very special. So um, you've written a book and it's not in English, so I can't read it. <laughs> but uh, do exist in, do you read French? Exist in French, exist in Russian, in Spanish and in Portuguese. I think maybe the Spanish would be my best bet, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good. But I wanted to know um, when you wrote the book, what was the impulse to tell the story in that form rather than in performance? It was not my impulse. It was uh, Julie? Uh, Julie, she started to think that it was very important to to describe, to put in, on the paper the idea and the concept uh, and um, the methodology of the work that we develop. And so she proposed to Facundo Ponce de Leon, that is a young, we are very close friends, is a writer, a philosopher from uh, Uruguay. I met him when he was uh, 16 years old. And uh, he became really a, a very close friend and a part of the company during a period. 
and um, and we started to develop this book together. Means that uh, he, he came in Switzerland and stayed with me two weeks, and uh, uh, during long conversation, uh, he he arrived to and and together we through the question we achieved to write this uh, this book that in fact is uh, the story of the company the story of the question that you we put on the table and uh, our form and to to found a solution for this question that is the book but it was not my idea and uh, in any case i'm so happy because uh, Years later, ten years later, still is a, a interesting instrument to understand from from where we are. Some kind of question and conversation that we we have done today or during our meeting in, uh, in the Ciel du Soleil, uh, they are related in some form with this uh, this book. Did you enjoy the process of writing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy absolutely the process. Uh, yeah, the process. Uh, yeah, yeah, I enjoy absolutely. So when you're uh, working between projects, so you're not you're not focusing on a specific thing. Do you uh, read a lot? Do you draw? Do you take photographs? Um, yes, I, I should say that. Uh, it's so strange to answer to this question now, because uh, since uh, in Mar- March, when appeared this uh, strange uh, situation, I I live in a strange form. For example, was uh, I was not so easy to read. For example, uh, I put in a lot in order things. The bibliotheque, my books, my notes, but I don't read. No, I don't write a lot. I don't paint so much. It's so strange. It's a strange period. But in general, um, I do many things at the same times. I love. Uh, uh, I love to do many things at the same time. <laughs> but it's not the not. I cannot say that this is what I do now in this period. This period is uh, is really is really a a strange feeling, really a very strange feeling, like a suspension, like a, a, I am like a, a, a animal that all the time he feel that there is around the danger. So I don't sleep with the two eyes. I don't sleep with all my brain. I am always awake in some form. So it's harder to, to read a book because I start always, uh, it's difficult to get in, yeah. in something deeply. Yeah. And so you mentioned Luna Park. How was it for the audience experience during this time to come in and to see a show? Was it, was it different? Yes. It's a show that is just 20 minutes. It's like to go exactly in a Luna Park, in a, in a manege. It's a, I experience a very um, emotionally strong because you cross 
part of a theater where never you are used to be, you are in a stage and you understand just at the last instance that you are in a stage. You see the actors like never before because uh, when I started to think in this moment about the distance, distance, we need to be, we cannot hug each other. So when I start to say what we can do now, distance, one meter and a half, I found that one of the solution was to think that uh, to be at that distance with a friends, one meter and a half, is a lot, is really a back, uh, but to be at uh, one meter and a half from an actor's is to be very close. So I use exactly this concept and I decided to, to put a, a family into a car and the story is about a family that uh, in, the, in the years, in the 50, so after the war, uh, in a moment where Europe was destroyed, but uh, five years later, the life started uh, one more back. And uh, for the act, imagine for our children, for a spectator to come in and look at the actors, that you hear the voice that are amplified around you, but you can go and look at them at, at, at that distance. They are there. You can see them. So I, I have found a form to exactly to reverse the problem. Now we need to, to be distant, okay. But for us, one meter and a half is really to put you very, very close to a, a theatrical action. And then to discover that you are part also. It's, it's a strange concept because you we move the spectator in, 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 a, in a very complex machine. It's a, there are so many things happen at the same time and you are there and you, and you are out. And it's short. Uh, short because now if you stay less than 15 minutes in the same place, it's possible to be etc uh, etc et so we are use all the um, rules so it's a show where in a small city like uh, Lugano we had uh, during uh, 10 days some um, 8,000 spectators wow. 8,000 spectators and uh, the most of them they they coming just in the last days because at the beginning everybody were a little bit afraid to go back to the theater, what happened. was the first show after uh, six months. But when they discovered that it's just a journey we do with the small groups that started to go into a menage. Yeah, it was an incredible oh. experience. Yeah. <laughs> so you were talking a little bit about the why, the big why, and that f seems to feed into each of your pieces of work. But do you, are you conscious of that? The big why? Uh, yes and not. The con um, you can, I think that to be able to create something, you must to be there and out mm -hmm. continuously. You must work and look and go and and it's also movement. Uh, 
in your conscience. So you cannot be all the time. Sometimes you look for, and so the, if I am conscious, yes and not depends of the moment. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I feel like I feel like I've taken too much, but I'm very grateful for every moment. Okay, so we try to to keep in contact. I am so happy to have this uh, chat with you. So, sorry if uh, I wake up you too early, but uh, it's a good time for me this in no. general to have this kind of it's, conversation. It's, is perfect. Mark was laughing. He said that I would never wake up this early for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day and we'll stay in touch thank uh, you very much we keep in contact okay saluta okay. Mark ciao ciao. ciao ciao and that was my conversation with Danielli I hope you find it as inspirational as I do I have been listening to it on repeat since we made it and it's been a great source of inspiration for me so make sure you check out some of uh, the other podcasts and the other blog posts and let me know what you think. See you later. This Creative Nomad is produced and edited by myself, Eva Carey, and the music, as always, is by the wonderful Alan Hislop. Thanks for listening.